All right, hello, idiots on parade. The two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? And hello, Cat. What's up? Well, a lot's up. Uh, Jake and I are two white men, and the big news this week, as we record, is Alabama, and uh, they did some pretty shitty things regarding abortion and/or women's rights. And since we are two honky men, and it was a group of uh, honkies that uh, decided to impose their will upon women. If we're going to talk about it, we figured we should have someone that owns a vagina speaking with us because you would be yes. the authority in this uh, in this situation. Otherwise, it's just two swinging dicks uh, with their opinions. Yeah, and I suppose to, um, I don't know, for the festive season, I've got my shorts on that I need to throw away, which uh, they're super old and have a big old hole in the crotch. I'm ready to go. So are you, you're saying that if you were out drinking and wearing those shorts, it would be your fault because you'd have to wonder, oh, hey, yeah. what was she wearing? Oh, uh, yeah. It was your fault. You don't deserve an abortion, even though it was rape. Yeah. Um, though my biggest issue is like when my I'm on the fire department, you know, so when my pager goes off, these are usually the ones I grab and I don't always have underwear on. So that's really my biggest concern about throwing them out is uh, doing CPR on a patient and just being wide open for entry. Well, sure, which is what sure. I just said. Yeah, you, you, your fault. How was she dressed? <laughs> yeah, oh. Plus, How plus, she I, dressed? I can't imagine that it burns. Uh, that that, that can't be good. Free balling in in the middle of a fire. That's got a. That's got a. Yeah. It's got free balling in the feminine sense. Free vagin. Free yeah. lippin. Free lippin. Still, free flapping. Free, free yeah. flapping. Free flapping. There you go. Free Lips flapping, flapping in the wind. All right, so let's talk about Alabama. Uh, the the Instagram post I've seen it's it, it twenty five white men. I don't think there was a person of color in there. All getting together and say um, abortion's bad because my religion says so. And uh, ladies, back to the kitchen, basically. <laughs> my as a white dude, as as a dude, my personal opinion is I I I don't really like abortion. I I I I don't uh, ever. I've never been in a position to have to, you know, but I, I get that it's not I my do. choice. I do. I'm a fan. Anyway. Yeah, Jake's a fan, and I'm not, but I am all for choice and legality, and that's where I end because, it, you know, that's the side you have to fall on. Even if, if you are pro or anti, if you live in a country that is based upon freedoms and or the right to have freedom, then you have to say, right. I personally don't agree with this, or I don't like it, or I think it's icky. However, my opinion should not be legislation. It should be individual choice. And, and other people don't seem to understand that. Okay, we're going to have to edit here as the dog goes nuts. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, so as a white male, uh, as a male, I'm done. Uh, Jake, if you have anything to toss in, but I think this is the floor should go uh, to I don't cats. know, man. Uh, you said as a white male, I, I'm 164th Native American just like Elizabeth Warren. I feel, <laughs> by your definitions, I should get the comment, right? <laughs> uh, do, do uh, what did you say, Cherokee? I already forgot because I have the 
attention span of a It's one of the keys. I don't remember. All I, okay, my comment real quick. You're 164 The Alabama Florida Crimson key? Tide should have to change their the name of their football team to the Alabama Crimson Red Dresses from The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, anyway, that's, that, that's all I want to say on, on the issue. But, so... Uh, Cat, how does all this make you feel? Uh, like hearing from the female point of view, how how does all, what hearing what's going on? Because this is a challenge to the Supreme Court. Like, so right. this will go to the courts, and then it'll get kicked up, and then it'll get kicked up, and then it'll finally go to the Supreme Court. Right, and it's very nerve wracking because assholes said, oh, "I don't feel like voting. I don't like Trump or Hillary, so I'm going to sit right. this one out." Trump got in. He got two assholes in. Gorsuch, yep. kind of a dick, but Kavanaugh, complete asshole. This is frightening. So I'll give you, I did a little bit of research before we jumped on here. So I'll give you my personal opinion first, and then I'll jump into what I found out. Uh, personal opinion, when I was growing up and probably midway through college, I had always assumed, you know, it would be night. Like, I understood abortion, but it probably wasn't something I had ever thought I would ever do or need is kind of like had the uh the thought of well if it happens it happened you know um and then when i was in college my roommate uh wound up getting pregnant and it just she just was not in the position to be able to have a child and so kind of being there with her as she got i think she wound up doing what the medical abortion um which apparently is illegal in arkansas now or they don't have that in Arkansas because of their restrictions on Planned Parenthood. The, you um, said the medical one? Yeah, the pill. Oh, uh, the so pill. there's the pill. medical yeah. and surgical. Medical's a pill, yeah. So they yeah. give you a pill, they send you home, and you basically have like a, uh, Miscarriage. a me- it mega period. Yeah. So yeah. the Plan B pill, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, which, actually, way, let, let me interrupt for one second because I said something. I just said a miscarriage, and <laughs> you said a mega period, and you are correct. The what the my mine is a mischaracterization. Well, mischaracterization no, depends on how far along you are because yeah, true. What what the morning after pill does, and this is where abortion rights pro life people really lose me because uh, the the fertilization of the cell may take place, but right. it has to attach to the lining of the uterus and then grow and become a fetus, and yep. the pill prevents that from happening so you're not even dealing with a fetus at that point you are dealing with something on a cellular level that you can only see under a microscope and they say nope you can't have the pill because it's life it's this it's that if they were truly pro-life they would say we are against surgical abortions because that's whatever but when it is in cellular form and all she is going to do is have a period that does not allow a cellular organism to become a fetus See, and that's so. When I said miscarriage, well, I, I I I take that back. We so have, keep, plus it's like that. I I'm not a doctor, but the the Plan B pill aftermath and a regular period tastes exactly the same. Okay, and I do cook. <laughs> I I'm, I have a good palate. I can tell these things. Uh, anyway, so personal, I you know went. I I don't say went through it. It wasn't me, but I experienced somebody who has went through that and the. The emotional after effect it causes because you know it it just wasn't an option for her at that time but that doesn't mean she you know didn't want to abort the child you know years later we've still she still brought it up and been like you know she like every time i see she was dating um an asian guy and she's like every time i see a little baby asian kid i just see you know what could be my what could have been my kid and I mean, it has lasting emotional effects, whether they have the child or not. 
So, I mean, I'm at the point where, yeah, I'm all for a person's right to choose. It's a decision they should be making based on their life. I kind of feel like, me personally, if they're going to force people to have abortion, then they need to have Wait. that Medicare for all. Force they them need to, to be, have an abortion? Well, sorry, other way. Lies. <laughs> if they're going to force somebody to have a, a child, they need to be taking care of that child through through their growing through grow after they're born and shit you know well, that's something i read about the bill too is they said if this were anything about other anything other than about controlling women then the bill would not have said that uh abortion's bad period stop right. and it would say abortion's bad and if you get pregnant you will qualify for these tax credits. You will qualify for this food assistance. You will qualify for this yep. uh, this daycare assistance. You yep. will qualify for this job assistance. They would they would have implemented programs that would help uh, either a single parent or parents or a family that's not ready or a couple that's not ready. They right. would have implemented care programs to help that child. And then I read a different article that said, yeah. What's going to be better is what's going to be better. Someone that makes a very difficult choice and chooses to not have the child, or someone that makes a very difficult choice has the child, and that child ends up in a home that's not prepared for it, or goes through right. a foster care system yep. and comes out damaged. It's nobody wants abortion. Nobody goes in and goes, "I'm getting an abortion." Like you said, it's a difficult choice and it has a lasting effect. And I I wonder. I don't know. I wonder if people on the so-called pro-life side think it's just willy-nilly. Like, ooh, pregnant. I want an abortion. Like, it's like that's yeah. all they do is, like, they just make it as a snap decision. And that's not the case. Yeah, that's... I mean, I even had... There are people that are like that. When I was doing my EMT clinical, um, I had... We had somebody come in, and they were having a miscarriage, and they weren't very far along. I mean, it was literally... They kind of just cleaned her out and sent her on her way but just the attitude of those chick that chick and her friends yeah it was the attitude that everybody they came in like there are those people that do have that attitude like oh well it's gone let's go drinking you know like those people do exist but they're far far minority to those who actually need it and i would i would make the argument that those people would make the shittiest parents ever you know what right, I mean? Like yeah. if it's like give them give them the seventeen abortions that they want because that kid is going to grow up to fucking shoot up a movie theater, man. It's a good goddamn point. I do not right. disagree with that. Yep. So, so anyway, that that's, was personal, and then you said you did some reading. Yeah. Okay. So I did. I bounced around. If you do get, it, I usually bring this up every time I'm on because I end up listening to it and then we talk about it. If you get a chance today, the New York Times Daily podcast is talking all about it and about. Alabama, so I was kind of bouncing around to try to get that transcript and wound up. Um, so Alabama's law, the lawyer who wrote it, they interviewed him, and then there's supposed to be another one on Monday about how uh, just the history of abortion, kind of how it's been. But I guess they wrote it and they knew it was unconstitutional. And the whole reason that Alabama is not um, allowing abortion on the case of incest and rape is because they are defining fetal life as a person and taking that person away as murder. So they are trying to, with their bill, define a fetus as a person from the moment of conception. And if they are able to define that as a conception, that opens the door to a whole bunch of other fucking laws 
you know, to restrict abortion and pregnancies and whatnot. So that's like their main goal of why it's as extreme as it is. Because they do want it to get kicked all the way up to the Supreme Court. They right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They totally expect it to, you know, get there. And um, that's kind of why other states are jumping on right now. I just saw this morning Texas, uh, I think, jumped on. Um, but so the I, I listened to this little video that was like, okay, there's a couple of options here of what's going to happen. The first two are... Um, they call them nuclear options, which means it's not going to happen. And the first situation is basically what Alabama did. Like, uh, Supreme Court is very likely to call that a life. And so it's, it's likely that that's just going to go away. Um, the second least likely is the foundation of Roe versus Wade is based off of a person's right to privacy. And it's possible that if they are able to eliminate that argument of right to privacy and get that taken away that Roe vs. Wade doesn't exist anymore because that's the foundation of the bill. Um, but that right to privacy is also based on other movements such as assisted suicide, gay rights, birth control, etc. So that's also likely not an option that's going to happen is eliminating the right to privacy. Um, the second one is that they overrule Roe versus Wade. So if they manage to do that, they say they basically take Roe versus Wade out of the little bucket who use the right to privacy and they get rid of it. And then it's left up to the states to choose their laws. So and and that, is, about, that is one thing that kind of comforts me with this whole thing. I mean, not to not to say it doesn't matter what happens to to right. women down there, but I, I mean, I know that at least where I live, nothing's going to change. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if they overrule Roe versus Wade, it's left up to the states to decide, and they assume about or they predict twenty two states could uh, make abortion illegal entirely. And then the third thing that they mentioned was. Ever since Roe vs. Wade came out, lawmakers have been doing what they can to chip away at it. Um, and the way they've been doing that is they've been restricting how abortions can be done and adding restrictions on what needs to be done. Right. So, Let me jump in here because I read yeah, something about that. I think it was Texas where mm -hmm. they, they got so bizarre that I think even the Supreme Court did shoot it down yeah. where they said the hallways have to be a certain yep, uh, width and other things that had nothing to do with a medical procedure. They were just literally doing whatever they could. I mean, that, so, was, the, that was the thing. Yeah, they the said, regulations like, for the bills basically look like yep. uh, the... the um, uh, the the musician writer for Morrissey, you know, yeah, and and, and every every room had to look like that guy's green room. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And when they compared it to places that were like urgent care and yep. or uh, regular hospitals, and the regular hospitals did not adhere to any of these rules, but they said an abortion or a Planned Parenthood or you know any any facility that performed that procedure had to that they so it was really going out of their way to yeah. fuck with people. And the one thing, so the one thing that with, uh, where did I have it written down? So the one thing that abortion, the one thing that keeps abortion legal is um, that states cannot impose an undue burden on women 
they cannot impose undue burden on the woman's right to choose for an abortion. So that's basically Roe versus Wade and what the states cannot do. So with Texas there, like you mentioned, they were basically saying, well, you're, since you're acting like a medical facility, you have to have architectural similarity to hospitals because, you know, you need to be able to move patients, blah, 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 blah. In Texas, that would have taken their uh, clinics from 40 down to 10. And with Texas being so big, the Supreme Court knocked it down and decided that it was an undue burden to make somebody drive hundreds of miles to just be able to see them. So that's why Texas got shot down. Arkansas, on the other hand, there was another one they've been chipping away at, and they basically said any doctor who's administering a medical abortion, so any doctor who you know prescribes that, they have to have a um, they have to have admitting rights to a hospital. So now you have to have a doctor with ties to a hospital, certain specifics, and this one actually passed. This is why Arkansas can't have medical abortions because there was only three clinics in Arkansas at the time and only one of them had that ability. So that knocked out two Planned Parenthoods in Arkansas. And I'm guessing since there was less clinics in a smaller area, it wasn't in, quote, undue burden. So that's the only reason why Arkansas doesn't have medical abortion. I'm going to jump in again with something uh, horrible. Sorry to interrupt, but if I don't say it now, I'll forget. You know, it'll be like uh, two hours later. Ah, I should have said that. Um, What it sounds like... Uh, Jake and I have talked to a friend of mine, John, who's visited some of the mega brothels in Germany and nice. Europe, where like instead of the bunny ranch, where it's just little hovel, these are these are fucking huge mega brothels. What you're saying is each state needs a mega abortion clinic, where basically, yeah, it's a, like a Walmart super center for abortion, where no, it's just I'll, I'll, big, it's huge, and and you know hundreds of rooms and it's uh, you can have uh, gaming and movies right. like a, like an entertainment center a, a mall a shopping mall for abortions you need mega clinics i like yep. it but i think you got to do one better than that man because they're just going to find a way to do the same thing to the uh, to, to to the mega abortion clinic you got to sell um, abortions to people in the south you got to you got to package sell Combine it with people they like. That's why next week I am pleased to announce the grand opening in Mobile, Alabama of Jake's Portion and Ammo Shack. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't closing down a gun shop, is you, Alabama? You ain't letting big government do it. Right. The only thing about that is that would work. However, they've been working on chipping away these rights for a while. So in 1989, the Supreme Court, it was, it was uh, agreed upon or whatever, passed that uh, there's a ban on abortion in public facilities. So unless you're having an emergency, whatever, <laughs> you can't go to the doctor. You have you to go to a specific You can't have it in the lobby clinic. of your hotel, goddammit. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so there was, they've been chipping away for a while. So that was 1989. In 2007, there was a ban on partial, oh, that was Arkansas, a partial ban on the uh, pill because of the doctor having to have admitted rights. And then in 2018, that's when Texas tried to do their thing. So, I mean, they're, they're just, they're shooting blanks and they're hoping to just get one stuck, you know. They're hoping to stick uh, Spike Lee with a blank. 
Well, this is the world we live in, and this is why when my wife canvassed for Hillary Clinton and she went door to door, knocking on the doors of only registered Democrats, she wasn't out there like just knocking on doors willy-nilly, the Democratic Party gave her a list of registered Democrats and said, knock on their doors and make sure they're voting, and people said, you know... I just don't like Hillary. I, I'm, I'm just not voting. I can't vote for Trump, but I'm, I'm just not voting this time. Good job, assholes. Any of you fi- I don't blame Trump supporters. They knew exactly what they were getting into. They're happy. It's the fuckos that sat on the couch that were Bernie bots, like, Bernie, you're bust. Or people right. who just, I don't like her. Her emails, I don't like her. Well, it I sounded say- like... Oh, go ahead, Jake. Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it sounded like the Russians had a little bit of a part in that, too, though, because for a while there in the the, the Mueller report that they had mentioned that uh, early on before they picked Trump, they were advertising for Bernie or Trump as long as it wasn't fucking Hillary. Well, yeah, because right. I think they, they their, their whole thing was they wanted to sort of shake things up. So that makes sense. You yeah, know? they wanted like, to I'm so. Gonna, discontent oh, yeah, it wasn't like they they really wanted trump they did want but their whole thing was just get people arguing and fighting and divided right yeah no yeah that was it was, it was anything but fucking hillary uh there's another book uh i can't think of his name right now uh anything but fucking hillary would be a good title of yes it. uh annie mccabe i think that's the title of uh, bill clinton's memoirs actually oh yeah <laughs> Anyway, I guess I guess Putin fucking hates Hillary Clinton since she since she had been Secretary of State. Like he fucking hates her. So they that was I think one of the the like number two plan of infiltrate America was fuck Hillary Clinton over. I mean, to be fair, it I I she would have been a fine president. She'd be a centrist. Um, right. But it did sort of, it, it really reeked of, it's my turn. And people right. don't like yeah. that. People don't like, it's my turn. They want to be inspired, which is why Bernie can, you know, spout off and have all these ideas, but no plan to implement them. But at least he's genuine. Right. Right, yeah, man. I mean, I think people were just kind of jaded because they'd, they'd had eight years of a, of a Democrat in, and so it's... It's much harder to blame the other side for problems when you've been in for eight years. So it made people just jaded. And they were like, well, then what's the fucking point? And who was going to inspire them? Basically, uh, a boring soccer mom meets Cersei from Game of Thrones. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not <laughs> It's not going to get people out to vote. It's, it's going to make people say, fuck this. Yeah. Yep. Well, one more thing on the abortion uh, that I sent. I thought it was kind of funny that... Uh, it's, again, it's a clickbait, clickbait headline, which made me go, are you kidding? But right. Pat Robertson said about Alabama has gone too far with the, quote, extreme abortion law. And you're like, I agree with Pat Robertson on something. But the reason <laughs> he thinks it's gone too far is because he thinks it'll lose in the Supreme Court. And he just wants a total ban. So he, yeah. it's not like he's saying, oh, we need to respect the women here. This is, this is horrible. He's saying, no, no, this isn't the way you get it banned. So... We, I agree with him, but not for the same end reason. Yeah. I, I will say that this, this is actually changing my position on an important issue. I am cool with them leaving up Confederate statues in front of courthouses now because I need to know the states where I really need to use a condom. And that's a good way to know. <laughs> You gotta know that kind of information. I need to know where uh, getting getting stopped with an, an eighth of weed in my pocket is gonna get me the same sentence as like eating an old lady's face, you know. And this is this is a good measurement for that kind of thing. It it, it is very public. 
All right, let's move on to something lighter, something that is uh, less depressing and angering when it comes to society. Uh, Jake, you watch Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Oh. Love it. Kat, you? Yep. And how do you both feel about the current season that everyone apparently online... I don't watch it, not for any protest. I will watch it. I just It's one of those things that I, I'm not like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I will. Right. I just I just haven't gotten around to it. So when it ends, I'll, I'll do all the catch-up. But um, everything I see online is that this season sucks. How do each of you feel about it? Wh- whoever goes first, I don't care. Go ahead, Jake. I, I like it. Um, you know, people people are going to bitch because there was so much buildup. There was so much buildup. There was two years of buildup. Uh, now the the kid in the wheelchair who was a little boy last season, he looks like he's a member of Oasis. Arya Stark's <laughs> getting naked and shit. Like it's it, it, it's different. It's been a long time. There's been a lot of anticipation. People love the show, and so they're like, it needs to be this it needs to be that and i i think it's just it's almost inherently not gonna be as good at the end in a sense just because to me the the essence of the show was that you had all these different characters uh, in their own little realms it was the seven kingdoms one two three four five six seven plus whatever the fuck's going on across the narrow sea and whatever the fuck's going on north of the wall and they were all sort of you know, there was alliances shaky ones and there was there was rivalries and stuff but everybody was kind of doing their own thing and you didn't really know what was going on between a lot of them whereas now it's been basically everyone's pushed into two camps um, and, and, and there's still grifts within, especially the Daenerys side, which is it's good. I mean, I'm glad they're keeping that going. But because it, it, it sort of has to conclude with somebody out of all these little sprinkles of main characters, like somebody has to take control of this whole thing and unify the thing. It sort of has to end like that. Uh, but it was a more fun show when it did have all these different characters, and so it uh, it doesn't um, it 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 seems like it's inherent unless they ended well. I guess we're all in our little city states now. <laughs> and, and, yeah, but that's not really an ending. That's just sort yeah. of like the end of the show, Deadwood. Like, well, gonna go fucking find some more shit to bang and shoot, and it's oh. like, all right. My favorite, my favorite well, meme wait, before that- you. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say before you go down a path, do do you like the season, Cat? I don't want to get straight um, too far. I I'm the nerd that read the books mostly because one of my boyfriends uh, got me hooked when season three came out, and he was pirating them. So I watched seasons one through three, and then I started reading the books, waiting for the next season to come out. So I know a lot more of the backstory that they've included or not included in the season. And I also remember that George R.R. Martin told the fucking writers how the story ends. So I guess I'm less surprised about what's happening because it's probably what's supposed to happen. Well, um, it's not a matter of surprise, but the, the whole reason I bring this up is I, I think it's funny. The article that I sent you guys to talk about this, I, I, I've made it clear that I loved season one of The Handmaid's Tale. Loved mm-hmm. it. Thought it was great. By the season, by episode four of season two, I was just done. I'm like, right. this is shit. I cannot watch it anymore. And only then did I discover, oh, season one was the entire book. 
season two was Hollywood writers taking over. And right. what you just said, Kat, was that uh, the author of the books told the, the Hollywood writers how it's going to play out. And I guess they're not going off books anymore, which is the same thing. All the other seasons adhered to the books, and now they're just flying by the seat of their pants going, we don't need the books, or we can't wait for the books. Because I remember when everyone was saying that he's writing too slow. They're like, come on, where are the books? Where are the books? And... And, and that I get that's why everybody is complaining. Not, maybe it is what Jake said. It's a lot of buildup of, of anticipation. But also, I think it's once you lose your source material and you right. get a bunch of guys that try and like, okay, what do we think would happen? He says this happens. How do we get to that end point? I, I can see the quality drop off. Even though I haven't seen the show, I imagine it's the same thing. From what I understand, another huge thing that is causing a lot of issues per se of not being able to give fans what they want is their special effects budget. Um, that's why last season, uh, one of the dire wolves, like one of the only ones left that's alive, wasn't in the season at all, strictly because um, of the special effects budget. Who, and wait, they who, cut was it? The, who was alive? Because isn't Ghost. it the most expensive thing ever made for television? Yeah. Well, now they've got fucking full-grown dragons that people are riding, and there's a couple... Arya's direwolf is alive, but it kind of does its own thing in the forest. Oh, direwolf. Yeah, yeah, and Ghost. Like, Ghost was completely not in last season at all. I don't think. One of the seasons. And this season, too, one of the articles, because everyone was pissed because... uh, Spoilers. um, Everyone was pissed because John didn't pet Ghost before he left and they're like why the fuck didn't john pet ghost like who doesn't pet their dog before they leave and that seems kind of nitpicky would that uh, explain cat what you're saying with no budget would that explain again i've only read about these things but there was an episode recently that everyone said turn off all your lights and watch it at midnight because it is (laughs) so fucking dark you can't see a goddamn thing I had no issue with that episode. Did you? Jay? No, I loved it. I loved it. And and with it being dark, I get it. But you, uh, to be fair, I did half all my lights off watching it at midnight, and <laughs> oh, it was yeah, fucking great. Too. But like, it was dark. That being said, especially that battle scene where they're going out and you just see their lights, and then just, they just disappear. That's fucking great, man. Because like, uh, like I've. I've been in firefights at night, man, and 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 these this was just like fucking people just taking pot shots at us for the most part, you know. But yeah. there's just something about knowing that there's somebody out there trying to kill you and you can't fucking see him. I mean, you know, even with night vision, it's hard to fucking see. You know, right. it's it's not all you can see are tracers. Yeah, and they're yeah. still and they're still they're far. And these guys don't have tracers, you know. You just you just see muzzle flashes, you know. And so it, there's just something terrifying. About knowing that there's somebody out there in that fucking blackness that's right. trying to take you out and you can't see him right now, and and that that scene captured that feeling. And so oh, yeah. I I like I like that they had that the, the um, you know and, and there was a lot of mystery to it and suspense and I, yeah I, I liked it. And you're fighting the Night King. Maybe that's why there's not a whole <laughs> lot of fluorescent lights around this fucking right. guy. He likes darkness, so that it made sense. I thought it made it made perfect sense having that episode be dark. Oh yeah, I fucking that's. That is probably my favorite episode of the entire season. And I haven't seen the last one because we know the last one's just going to wrap shit up or whatever. But that was the only one where I sat there like the whole time and probably screamed out like eight times like, 
no oh fuck like oh the yeah. Adam Warbeck <laughs> Like, mm, I mean, it was my second favorite episode. I think if I had to pick a favorite episode, uh, the ones where two hookers were fisting each other in back of Littlefinger in season one. I completely, <laughs> I, 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 but you know, for completely separate reasons, I don't even remember anything else that happened in the episode. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I was gonna say earlier was um, we still haven't got our dick shot of the season yet. So I'm wondering if it's coming up in this last season here. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet you get to see. I'll bet. I'll bet you get to see Dinglage. You get to see him dangling yeah. in the wind. There's usually there's usually one a season, and it it just it gets you out of nowhere. You're like, oh, there's a penis. We almost they, saw Jamie's. Well, I wasn't keeping like a tally, but I'm. They had more than one a season, didn't they? Um, I don't know. I was wondering if that was one of the like. Remember we were talking about movie ratings and what causes R raters, uh, R rated movies. I was wondering if there was some restriction on that because it's. I don't know. You just not build. on HBO. A dick no? gets you yeah, an automatic seven, NC seventeen these days. Yeah, I, say, I don't think HBO has to has to worry about. They don't because no. uh, they, uh, they don't have like R actually. Because I mean, the reason that shit mattered back in the day was because if it was rated NC seventeen, you couldn't get it showed in major movie theaters, which is basically all of them. You couldn't right. get it showed on on major TV networks. But now. It, like all that shit's done. The movie right. industry is is fucking dying, and now it's the golden age of fucking TV shows like this. And so they're oh, like, yeah. "Oh, we don't have to abide by it. Like we're on the internet, man. Most people ain't even watching HBO through cable anymore." Yeah. So anyway, I guess my opinion of the season, I I like it. It's, I mean, the last episode I thought was kind of boring, but it tied up things in surprising ways that I guess I wasn't expecting. And, do you but when wish, you sip, do you wish oh, that they would have waited uh, for him to finish the book, even if that took two years? Oh, or, dude, I think bit, it's funny how people complain. He's writing so slow. He's writing a goddamn he, book. They're not. Dude, no, easy. he's always been a slow writer. Like that's that was one of the things I found out when the last book came out. Because the last book came out, you know, a couple years ago. Cup three, maybe four. Hold on, let me Google it. But how many are, how many books are there? Is are they doing like a, a, um, a, a, a the Hobbit where they take one book and turn it into three movies? Do they do they do a book a season or is it like one book equals two seasons or? Uh, they were keeping pretty good there for a book a season, and then around probably the fourth or fifth season they started straying. The one thing about the books is there's like. 8 million fucking characters with different plots. Like, once they started getting further in the seasons, they had to start kind of merging characters and taking actions of one character and giving it to another because that's an important thing, but we don't have, you know... I heard you have to watch, like, I, I read something, if you buy a boxed set or a season, you get uh, a family tree or a flow chart because really? you can't keep track in your yeah, head. I just I, read that, but... I tried that once and I didn't get very far. You know what someone told me is really helpful with this? It, it turned, because I know that it was it was really tough watching the first few episodes, especially because uh, it's it sort of it, you just start off and you're in this world where everybody knows each other and there's all these different uh, families and names and cities and titles and and, and they they're just getting all they're throwing a lot of names at you. Somebody said watch the first season with the subtitles on. And it helps a lot with with remembering who's who and what's going on. Well, Jake's got uh, to get out of here to go to work. Two quick things before uh, I leave. Should have talked about this earlier. Completely forgot. I pulled up the article. It goes with the Alabama abortion thing. I thought this was hilarious because it always happens. Anti-abortion representative Tim Murphy of Pennsylvania resigns 
after he asked his lover to end her pregnancy. So he was cheating on his wife. He was willing to drive her all the way to Mississippi just to, just to make sure he followed his own law. Yes, he was uh, a Murphy, a Republican who co-sponsored a 20-week abortion ban that passed in the House on Tuesday asked his lover to terminate her pregnancy according to text message records. So he comes out with this uh, nice. this hardliner, I'm pro-life, and she's like, yeah, except when you were cheating on your wife with me, uh, I think it was cheating, yeah, uh, having an affair with, he's 65, she was 32, so gross, I uh, don't know what she's thinking, and but it's it's just, it's hilarious how hypocrisy it's always this is immoral this is wrong until it right. happens to me until until i'm until it's it's my until something's happening to me it's immoral and wrong and then I one think, final thing oh. i wanted to talk about quickly is uh america you got to step up your game you, oh, we have anti-vaxxers and you know they say vaccines cause autism and they're full of chemicals and that they're bad in the congo right now they are in the middle of a horrible Ebola outbreak and they are attacking the doctors and saying that the doctors are trying to poison them with their vaccinations. They are anti-vax to the extreme. They drink Mountain Dew and wear, you know, helmets. They are they are the extreme anti-vaxxers and mm-hmm. I want the American anti-vaxxers to step up their game because they actively are in the midst of an Ebola crisis and not getting vaccinated. So, American gotcha. anti-vaxxers, you guys are pussies. Yeah, uh, I'm going to... That's oh, like being ahead. a flat earther and being a professional airline pilot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's tough to do, but that's that's those are the most dedicated. I'm gonna give a quick shout out. R.I.P. Uh, Grumpy Cat died. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear rest, that. Rest in peace. Anybody else? Uh, Jake, you want to get? You got any closing thoughts before we sign off for today? Uh. T- Sounds like not. All right, no. Jake. Yeah, I think it's about it, man. Get to work. Uh, kids, thanks for listening. Uh, tell your friends. Say nice things about us. And uh, shoot us messages with your opinions, thoughts, and ideas. JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com, and CatDoesn'tHaveAWebsite.com. No, Actually, Cat, you should register that. You should register CatDoesn'tHaveAWebsite.com. Cat have yeah, that'd Ooh, be a good one. Who should I? What should I... Uh... What should I uh, forward it to? I I listened to a podcast and somebody was like, "Oh no, yeah, they've they've done that. They buy like TedCruz.com. Yeah, yeah somebody was like, "Parenthood and shit like that." Yeah, some one of the podcasts I listened to, they're like, "So I have this habit of every time I get blackout drunk, I start buying websites <laughs> and linking them to the place like just random ass places." <laughs> I like that idea. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Later. Bye. Thank you.